Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Another edition of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Kyle Bogey, of course, alongside Mike Sullivan. And uh, Sully, I, I don't know about you, but... You hit about 100 more golf balls than I did at that club fitting last week, okay? I, I got to ask, how are you feeling at this point? Yeah, so basically I really wanted to, to try to get the club fitting done in one day. That's just how my mind always is. I'm an open and close type guy. If, if I have a task that's open, I want to close the task. So I was determined just to get, get through this club fitting, and I ended up hitting a total of 260 golf balls or so. And, and that doesn't the, uh, even count the practice balls. No, I was no, I was. They don't count on the screen. But it's incredible. I was probably I was messing around with wedges for a while. So there's probably forty or fifty of those that were just wedges. But even towards the end, I was still hitting my seven iron well, and and, and it was fine. But I even asked uh, Nate afterwards, the club fitter, and I said, "Is I said I hit two sixty? Is that is that what you know most people usually hit?" And he goes, "Oh no, most people hit like one twenty five, and then you know stop." And, come back. <laughs> and I was like, "I feel good, and I do feel good now, so we're good." Well. I made it uh, just a, a bit over 200. I'm going to have to go back out and uh, get uh, fit for my, my fairway wood and my driver. So I'll be doing that here in the next few weeks. But uh, a guy who knows a thing or two about getting fit for clubs and uh, changing out the bag and rotating equipment and all that, that is uh, David Hall, of course, uh, Fall Financial, our presenting sponsor of the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast, D. Hall. Is Sully a madman for hitting basically 300 golf balls in one sitting? <laughs> that's absolutely crazy. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely crazy. Um, you know, as a guy who's gone down the fitting rabbit hole, I, I'm, I'm kind of over the whole fitting thing. I went down that rabbit hole years ago. And it's not like it's not good. I mean, getting fit is absolutely the way to play golf. But, like, what I found, like, my two cents of insight, for whatever that's worth, is that, I never felt like that during the fitting that I ever like knew for sure. Like I felt like that was step one. Like I needed to, like for me, and this is crazy, I'd go once, hit balls, I'd get a feel. I kind of need to think about it. I need to like think about how the club looks, you know, visually and how it felt. And I got to go back and I definitely have to do at least another fitting and maybe Sully got three fittings in one, so he's on to something here because I, I, I don't do three fittings in one. I would do one or two. And then even after that, I get the clubs, and I got to be on the golf course like at least 10 times to like know. You know, I probably knew after four or five rounds, but I just, I just you know, in 260 machine gun balls in one day, and then he's making decisions open and closing. The guy's an absolute madman. If you saw, if you saw how you know how I was hitting my seven iron towards the end of it, though, I couldn't stop. There's flush. no way. Flush, <laughs> just flush, and I hit it. I'm hitting it further than I than I've ever hit my seven iron. It was great. I, I, I had maximum hit it 193 yards. I never hit my seven iron 193 yards. It was yeah. incredible. You know what's so funny about that? When people jump on the track, man, and they're hitting their seven iron as far as it doesn't mean anything. It means zero. Means you're just not going to grab the six anymore. You're going to grab the seven now. Who cares? Right. What I will say though is, in in reference to what you said about getting on the course and playing, I think that that of course you have to get on there and really figure out truly what clubs work best. And especially from a yardage perspective, one thing that that stuck out to me was that I will be going back at some point because right now I have 
13 clubs in my bag and the fitter. And I thought it was a great point that Nate told me, Hey, um, you know, why don't you really start playing with these clubs and then, you know, maybe visit us during the season halfway through, figure out what yardage gap you're missing and then let's get your 14th club to fit that yardage gap. So I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like, so did you buy anything Sully or you just, did you just go in there and just decide to set a record with number of balls hitting the fitting? Well, I would love to know the record. I guarantee I could have beat that. Uh, I was feeling great. Um, but Yes. So I ended up going with, I'm going to pull up the sheet for you right here too. And Bogey, Bogey, here's what we, let's set up like a 6.40 a.m. to like 9.40 p.m. fitting for Sully. Like a yes. 15 hour fitting and see if he can set the all time hitting ball record in a fitting. I, I will. I'll, Absolutely. I'll tell you this, working with him, uh, sun up to sun down every single day for the last year. Uh, he would certainly go down fighting. I, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> I, I, I would love to try it. So I went Callaway Epic Speed Driver mix bag. A fairway, I went TaylorMade Sim 2, 3 wood, uh, TaylorMade P, 790s, 4 through gap, irons, and then uh, did the Titleist SMA Chrome wedges. So mixed nice. bag, but it was great. So Yeah. For me, TaylorMade uh, P770s, um, the Ping 3 driving iron. Um, which is sweet. I absolutely loved it. It's blacked out too. I don't know why I love black clubs, but I love those things. Uh, and then I went with the, uh, the Titleist Vokey wedges, although the Callaways were very similar. It was just more of a, you know, the Vokies felt just a touch a little bit better, but I got to go back out. I can't hit a three wood D hall. I've never been able to hit a three wood. I'm not going to be able to hit a three wood. So I'm getting a five wood and a driver and then the driving iron and then of course a four through pitch. So that's what that's, I think that's one of the beautiful things about what's happened with, technology and clubs is like for some people whether it's a, it's a mental thing or what it, you know whatever it is about a certain club now you can work around it you know oh, what yeah. I mean? used to be like hey you gotta get a three wood you can hit but now with yeah. everything going on with technology and hybrids and driving irons and all the stuff that's come to market you know you can kind of work around it so that's going to help you yeah Obviously, driving irons are kind of like the new craze. I feel like hybrids were, were that thing, you know, that everyone was getting on for a while. I had three hybrids in my bag. Actually, I still have them, you know, until I sell them back and get these new clubs. But I, a guy like you, who's certainly a, a heck of a lot better than us, both left-handed and right-handed, which is very sad. But um, <laughs> how, how often are you switching clubs out uh, of the bag? How often are you kind of changing equipment around? It seems since like 2016, 2017, a lot of the equipment – I mean, the technology is very similar on a year-to-year -year basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, in like, in kind of 2015, 16-ish, I was really chasing distance and I was trying to, and, and what I realized is that, you know, generally speaking, once you get to a certain level with your fitting, continuing to chase that, it just, I, I would you know, you're better off spending more time from 70 yards hitting your wedge close. I mean, yeah. it's that big of a difference, you know, with yeah. your, with your wedge player, you know, around the greens or whatever. So I kind of stopped chasing, although I love it when, you know, some guy in my group's got a new club and you kind of look at, it. I mean, that's just kind of the golfer's addiction. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, let me see it. And you want to, Hey, can I run over the range and hit this real quick? And of course, when people say that to me about my clubs, I'm like, absolutely not. You cannot touch my clubs. Um, but you know, other people, they, uh, they, they'll let you hit them, but, uh, I haven't been switching too much, but I think there's a lot of new good stuff. I mean, the, the thing to me, I think TaylorMade in my mind has really become 
the leader in irons. And I don't mean the leader in like how many people are playing it or how many pros are paid to use it. I just think they have really quality stuff. Um, And, you know, then I think you've got to like, to me, I used to be a bigger Callaway fan than I am now. Um, I still think they make good stuff, but I just, I don't know. I think they've gotten passed up a little bit, just my two cents on them. And, but I like the company and I think they do make good drivers. I'm I'm not a big fan of their irons or hybrids myself. And then, you know, Titleist is kind of like, Titleist is a brand now in and of itself. If you're sort of an old traditionalist, and I don't mean old in age, you know, but you're, you're kind of a Titleist guy, you know, guys I know that are um, maybe a wound a little tighter, you know, they seem to be Titleist guys, you know, whereas like they're, and then I think PXG makes great irons. And I think they're trying to, become less of this expensive brand. I've noticed they've been discounting some more things. So there's a lot of great stuff on the market. And that's part of the fun of being a golfer is getting out and trying all that stuff. But to me, um, certain companies do certain things better. I think Titleist is still the leader in wedges. I think those bulky wedges are very good and people like them. I don't, the Callaway and TaylorMade wedges to me, they're okay, but I just, I don't have the same performance from them, but a lot of interesting stuff. And Nothing better than when February March rolls around and all the new stuff hits the market. Mm-hmm. Excited to have uh, David Hall here with us on the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast powered by Hall Financial. I want to pivot to a couple of different things. I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at you here, and then we'll get into uh, the Justin Thomas uh, controversy. Yeah, we talk, uh, that... Are we going to talk what the Lions can get from Matt Stafford, or are we not doing that today? I, I knew this was coming. Huh? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I don't pay attention anymore. The, the Lions are trading Matthew Stafford? Is that what I'm saying? Well, it was right a now? little teeny story in the corner of the paper, <laughs> just under the obituaries. Yeah. <laughs> no, Stafford. Kelly Stafford Instagrams that Stafford right. is going to be, be traded this offseason. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just interested to hear what, you know, you, you guys are a couple of sports heavy hitters, you know, in Metro Detroit. I need your predictions on the air right now. What are the Lions going to get for Stafford? I don't want if this, then that. I want a team and uh, who they're going to trade him to. And just separate from the team, but just, just like what? Is it a mid-first rounder? Is it two first rounders? Is it a player? Is it What are they getting for him? I'll, uh, I'll throw a curveball at you um, because of the, the news that came out. And whether or not you want to believe it um, is fine. But Matthew Stafford very close with Daryl Bevel, okay? Urban Meyer uh, just hired him as his newest offensive coordinator with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll throw a curveball at you and say, you know what? Trevor Lawrence, not very consistent, you know, and really kind of went down since his freshman year. Justin Fields, he could be great, but there's always a learning curve with these young quarterbacks. I would not be surprised if Urban Meyer, in a chance to win in a four-year, five-year window in Jacksonville – would not be surprised if they try to swing a deal for a veteran and Matthew Stafford and the Lions get at least a first-round pick. I have no idea what else beyond that. Okay, so you're – wait a second. So this is this is big time. You're telling me that potentially that – that, okay, so your prediction is they get a first-round pick for him somewhere in the first round. But at second, least a first round, yeah. Potentially goes to Jacksonville, and Jacksonville elects not to draft Trevor Lawrence? Yes, that would be my curveball. Yeah, that yep. is – a hey, shocking development. You know, you know what? I, I may have changed careers, but you know what? I'm not going to change bold ass takes. Okay, that is that's bold. what we're going to do. <laughs> that's a hot take right there, Dolly. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, so I think it's uh, it's it's very simple actually. I, I think that 
you know, you've heard some of the reports that it starts at minimum with a first round pick. So I, I think that that would be the absolute minimum. I think that probably first and second is what they'll get or first and future second, something like that. Um, and I think the team that, that makes the most sense, and I tweeted this out yesterday and proceeded to get apparently every single GM locally, uh, you know, breaking down the numbers on it. But I, I, I think it's a no-brainer New Orleans Saints. I, I think that the Saints would just make the most sense. And what everyone always says is, oh, well, look at the salary cap. Guys, I'm not a GM. I, it's not my job to figure out how that stuff works and to dive into the salary cap. Everyone said Prince Fielder couldn't get traded. You know, I mean, it, there, we've seen crazier things happen because we've seen crazier salary cap situations happen. I just think that the easy answer is to say the Colts or the Patriots or, you know, someone like that when mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is if you put Matthew Stafford on the Saints, who's already a, a, a win-ready team, he will take that team to a, a Super Bowl level. That's a, They have so many weapons, it just seems to make sense. So I think the Saints need to come hell or high water, figure out that cap situation and, and figure out how to trade for Stafford. Okay, so, I, yeah. I, so there's a, the good news is that there's hopefully a lot of teams that are sort of trying to put something together, right? The Redskins, the Panthers, the Colts, the Broncos, all these teams need quarterbacks. New England, you know, you got five or six teams that hopefully are pitting against each other. Uh, my big wish uh, that is never going to happen, but because the Houston Texans continue to demonstrate how they are not a smart organization, I'd give our number one this year and Stafford for Deshaun Watson. Everybody would do that all day, obviously, because Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback in the NFL. I don't know that I'm giving up that number seven. Number seven pick this year, right? Seven. I'm not giving up a first round pick. Deshaun? No way. No. (laughs) What has Deshaun Watson done? What has Deshaun Watson proven? Stafford's proven more than Deshaun Watson. I can name on what – you tell me on one hand – Four guys in the NFL that are better than him, given his age. You got Mahomes. That's fine. I yeah, you. I mean, I would say Mahomes. I'll give you Josh I still, Allen. I'll give you Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Okay. Yeah, that makes Sully very happy. Um, I would still say, even though he's a, a, an older and veteran, I would still say Russell Wilson is a better player okay, I'll give and a better him. quarterback I'll give you at him. this now point. You're out of bullets. You're done. Um, okay. You're out of bullets. God damn just step outside of the sports world. I can't, I can't even. Lamar Jackson, you'd have to talk about in there. You'd have to talk even though Ooh. you'd have to at least have a discussion about Lamar Jackson. If he would be. No, um, he's not better than Deshaun. No, I mean, but that that's, that's right there in the mix in terms of you, if it's. Who are you going to throw out next? Mitchell Trubisky. Give me a break guys. Well, Mitchell and, Trubisky didn't win the MVP. Lamar Jackson has won the MVP. <laughs> um, also no. not very good in the playoffs. I think, I mean, yeah, I would do, I would do that for Deshaun Watson. I mean, I, yeah. I think that that would be incredible if, if they could yeah, two get at number seven. Change, change locations, and they don't have any draft picks, so they would love that number seven pick because they traded all their draft picks. See, I, I don't think that evens out, though, because Deshaun Watson just signed that massive extension, so he's going to come with huge cap implications. Stafford is super cheap for whatever sure. team that wants to pick him up moving forward, so – I don't think you have to attach a first-round pick to Stafford. You know, that veteran presence, somebody who I think 31 other teams in the NFL probably feel, you know, they, they get him and he steps in and they could be a Super Bowl contender. So yeah. I wouldn't wow. give up the first-round pick. I would love Deshaun Watson, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd give up the first-round pick. To Watson. <laughs> no. Okay, enough football talk. Let's get back to that. For sure. Uh, a, a couple of minutes at least um, as far as the golf world is concerned on the uh, – the controversy that continues to uh, surround Justin Thomas, uh, 
JT has really been, you know, a model citizen. I mean, as a pro, there really hasn't, he's been very squeaky clean. There hasn't been a whole lot of stories about him and his career and his personal life and things going on, but um, obviously slipped up a few weeks back, uh, frustrated. Was that out at the century? I believe out in Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. um, when uh, frustrated, missed a putt and uh, used a, um, uh, gosh, what do you want to call it? A slur. Homophobic uh, slur. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to call it that, certainly um, has since apologized, came out multiple times and apologized. We saw Ralph uh, Lauren, dump him as uh, one of their endorsers. And um, we saw, I believe, a statement a couple of days ago from Citibank um, said that they're going to stick with him, even though he's going to do some work and donate some money. But um, I, I personally think that it's a, it's a non-story. I, I think it should blow over. It should have blown over already. He apologized. He screwed up. Um, and, and I think we move on. But I, I don't know how you guys feel about it at this point. Well, I just, I, 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 I mean, I feel pretty strongly that if, you're gonna, uh, first of all, you know, those aren't words that, in my opinion, anybody in society should be using. Totally um, agree. Totally it's 2000, agree. 2021, you know, and we've come a long way, I think. But, you know, when you, I think the lesson for everybody, him included, and hopefully, every is, first of all, you can't say that. Second of all, you can't represent brands and say that. I mean, it's a very yeah. touchy thing to represent a brand. You know, you you have, you know, people say, oh, well, he's always been squeaky clean. No, you always have to be squeaky clean. And I just think that, like, it's not like, and I don't like this thing about, like, well, you know, you make one mistake and then you get fired. Because, like, I, I don't know if I classify that the same way as a mistake. You know, I mean... I think that he's doing the right things, you know, and I think that by all accounts, he is a good guy, but that's just a very disturbing word choice. You know, he could have said a lot of profane words that are perfectly okay, where they'll be, hey, did you hear what Justin Thomas said? But this is more like, hey, did you hear what Justin Thomas said? You know what I mean? D. Hall, why don't you run down the list of the, the pillars, the words that you can say on the course out of frustration that are okay and acceptable? Yeah. How about, you know, just like my favorites on the course, like you're a jerk, you know, like when you're talking to yourself or how can you do that? Are you serious? You know, like those are like the... Uh, be, be like uh, Philip Rivers. Dang nabbit. Dang nabbit. Yeah. You should do some dang nabbit training. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie, what's your take? Well, you know, I, I think that the criticism resides in just a, a very, very simple um, statement, simple assumption that, you know what, you're Justin Thomas. You know that there's, it's not, this isn't your first time playing an event. You know that there's always cameras around. You know that there's always microphones around. You got to know better than to just, you know, not say it. You, you, you have to know that you just can't say that in, in a tournament. But, that being said, um, I, I totally believe that, hey, as Kyle kind of said, he slipped up, he said something he shouldn't have said, and he apologized several times already. I just want to, you know, let, let, let's move on from this. You know, let, let's not just, let, let's not cancel the guy just because he made a mistake and he slipped up that he's already apologized for. I just, I, I hate on principle when, when, when people are just, you know, beaten over the top of the head time and time again for such a long period of time for one mistake that they made. Um, and, and I get it. There's certain things that you just can't say, and, and there's certain mistakes that, that are not able to be forgiven. But I personally think that, that this is one that, again, he made a, he, he said something he shouldn't have said. 
he's apologized. I, I would like to really move on from it and not continue to, to belabor the point and, and, and again, criticize and cancel and, and say that he's the worst human being ever for, for making an error. I, I just don't believe in that. But I do think that the greater lesson, at least that I would, you know, want to teach young people or whoever, you know, um, is that that word should really not be a part of your vocabulary. You know what for I mean? Sure. I think that that's why he's getting torched is because seemingly, and I'm not saying it is, but that word is somehow a part of his vocabulary. And I think that yep. that's where people are disturbed. Cause I agree with you guys, you know, people make mistakes, they make slip ups, but that part, if that's a part of your vocabulary and you're representing a brand, you've got a problem. And it really shouldn't be a part of any of our vocabularies. That's not, you know, very sensitive to, um, you know, it's not very sensitive. That's all I'll say. Right. But no, it's, it's definitely an interesting story because it is one of those that seems to be picking up steam and not losing steam. And those things are always interesting to me where some stories will just fizzle out and go away and others sort of pick up steam. And this one seems to be picking up some steam somehow. So um, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. But by all accounts, to your point, he's, he's had a lot of contrition and remorse about it, which, you know, is obviously the right thing. Well, hopefully some good things uh, come out of it. That's for sure. I know uh, I speak for Mike as well. We're, we're happy to represent the brand that is, uh, you know, D hall and of course yes. Hall financial as well. And uh, you know, th that is something that we would not uh, exhibit or uh, express uh, out on the course either moving forward, but D hall, I know, uh, I know you got to get going, but real quick, an update on what's going on with hall financial. How are things going? Interest rates obviously continue to be low. Um, you know, can you kind of give us an update, I guess, on your end of the world? Yeah, everything's really positive and we're really help, happy that we've been able to help so many uh, folks in the golfing community, um, you know, whether they're purchasing a new home or they're thinking about refinancing. Of course, for your entire uh, base of, of folks that listen to your podcast and follow you guys, we do absolutely free consultations for everybody on, hey, I was thinking about doing this or you know, I might buy a house later this year. Can you look at my credit or um, should I refinance? I'm not sure. I mean, we run a very consultative sort of business where when you call, you're not going to get closed or right. something like that. You know, it's going to be more like a conversation for 20 minutes. And I think that, you know, your, your, your base of folks have really appreciated that. And we've done, I think, a good job with, um, with that in our business. So it's been great. And uh, we're happy to help out all the the listeners and continue to do so, um, you know, into 2021. So thanks for that. Thank you, D. Hall. That's great. Yeah. Encourage everyone, uh, you know, hallmdg.com. You can fill out the form. And as, as D. Hall just said, have a, just a quick chat and, and see how they can help refinancing or purchasing a new home. And remember, perfect. If we can help Bogey and Sully, we can probably help you. Yes. <laughs> Very true. Yes. <laughs> so true. Thanks, awesome. guys. Well, we certainly appreciate D Hall coming on, and, and, and Kyle, I know I speak for you, and it's always just so great to talk to him. And, and uh, you know, would encourage everyone out there. We've been getting a lot of messages. Just again, visit the website www.hallmdg.com, and you can uh, have a chat with them about your mortgage situation, potentially refinancing or purchasing a new home. The market is just crazy right now. We all know that. So uh, they want to help Metro Detroit golfers specifically. So make sure you visit Hall mdg.com
Now, all right, Kyle, um, I got something for you. <laughs> Obviously, one of the biggest topics on MDG lately has been the fact that finally online sports betting is legal in Michigan and, and everyone's been eating it up. Um, I know you had a bet on, on Patrick Cantley and that, that almost won. You would have won a, you know, a couple thousand dollars off of a small bet. And, and I, I just almost wanted to take a few minutes here as we're wrapping up uh, you know, this episode of the podcast to talk about just this huge topic right now and also take a moment to talk about um, you know, everyone that, that's been getting on DraftKings and talking about the odds. And, and I think you were, um, you were on DraftKings last week, right? And, and that was the Cantley bet? Yeah, so one of the things I love to do as it pertains to uh, golf betting is going in on a Friday or, you know, Saturday, you know, or even Sunday morning, actually, and finding a few long shots, yeah. finding a few guys that are, you know, plus 4,000, plus 2,500. In that case with Cantlay, it was plus 8,000 because he, he literally made the cut on the line. Um, and he was tied for 56. So, um, I, I actually bet that before the third round, but I love finding guys that most people just aren't going to put money on. You know, the, the easy thing to do is to go and, you know, find the guys who are near the top of the leaderboard, the max homas of the world. Uh, Siwoo Kim was certainly up there and it ended up working out if you got them at a good value, but I, I love throwing money down on guys who, you know, are going to be in the hunt. They need to make up a couple of shots and you could potentially turn, you know, 20 bucks. That's all I threw down into literally $1,600. Now I fell short and I should have cashed out because I could have cashed out for like 500 bucks. That's the cool thing. It's fun. That, that right there is the cool thing. I think that with, you know, the difference with online sports betting finally being legal in Michigan is that we've all bet on sports before, whether it's been through it, through a bookie, whether it's been through, um, you know, as you're, as Kyle's holding his cat up right now in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's very distracting. Um, <laughs> But we've all been on sports in Vegas, too. And, and the main difference is you go on these apps, and yeah, based on the flow of the game, if you had a bet, they're going to give you an opportunity when you look at the bet slip to cash out right yeah. there. Sure, your ticket is worth, if, if you end up winning, your ticket is worth $1,000. But right now, you can cash out for 650 bucks if you yep. want. And, and that's a really cool thing. I think that the, the DraftKings, you know, um, app and the DraftKings Sportsbook has just been awesome. And Kyle, obviously, if, if people are on MDG, we've talked about how we're going to be doing a lot of pools through that. We get questions all the time about doing, um, you know, some some sports betting, some Masters pools, some PGA Championship pools. So make sure that when you do download the DraftKings app that you use promo code MDG to make sure that you're obviously in all of our groups and things like that when we do them. But um, I think, Kyle, just being able to have the, the, the app and the ease of use uh, and all the ridiculous bets that, that these, these apps are giving out. You know, DraftKings had one of the Pistons to make a three-pointer in a game. They have one, uh, a, a one team to score a touchdown in the Super yep. Bowl bet at, at double your money type odds. So that's been awesome. Um, even just to, to have that flexibility. I was just last night sitting in front of my couch. I, I was just um, to be honest with you, just kind of bored late at night. And I, I just did a quick two team parlay live odds and hit both of them. It was great. So wow, look um, at you humble brag. It was, and it was, yeah, it was the Celtics game. Then it was the Texas tech game and it was live and I had nothing else to do. So I just, you know, I had already finished up a ton of work. It was like 11 o'clock at night and I just put some money down and, and won. So it was great. But, um, I know you've been excited about the, the, the mobile betting and, and what we've been doing with DraftKings too. 
Oh, it's the best. I mean, the, the fact that the state of Michigan waited this long to finally do it, especially in a year where people can't go out of their homes and do anything, I think is ridiculous. But to finally have it. Why, um, why are you focusing on the negative in that? It's here and you're just pissed. Well, that I, I, I'm just saying this could have, you know, happened a little bit earlier. And if you look at some of the numbers, you know, coming out of the weekend, Michigan led the entire country. Um, I think over 400,000 accounts in the state of Michigan alone. And I think seven and a half million dollars uh, bet. Uh, across the state just to open up online sports betting. I mean, that's huge, you know, so moving forward, it's only going to get bigger and bigger. And, you know, we're certainly happy uh, to have DraftKings as somebody that we can, uh, you know, work with and, uh, you know, continue to do the pools with, but really quick, I want to go ahead and just take a, a brief look at the, uh, the farmer's uh, insurance open that's coming up this weekend. And of course, and by, we'll have some, go and ahead. by the way, Kyle, I was going to say real quick, I just a point that you had mentioned when you're running through these odds, it's remarkable how in golf you can get such plus odds as opposed oh, yeah. to, you know, a betting on a sports game that's just minus 110. So, yeah, the fact that we have the infrastructure now with, with a legalized infrastructure with DraftKings to do MDG pools, I'm excited about it. But, yeah, go ahead, please. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. As far as the Farmers Insurance Open coming up, uh, you know, this weekend, we'll certainly have more within uh, the MDG group uh, as the week goes on. But, you know, top 10 Tony, Tony Finau, plus 1,600. This weekend, uh, just coming off a top 10 finish this past weekend uh, as well. Everybody's favorite guy, Patrick Reed, plus 2,200 on DraftKings. Uh, you have guys like Matthew Wolf, plus 3,300. Brooks Kepka, plus 3,500. A guy that I like that come in, comes in, I think, underrated and undervalued, Sung J.M., plus 3,500 to win the tournament. You want to go down a little bit further and find some really long shot odds? Cameron Smith has been very good of late plus 6,000 to win this weekend. And I'll throw out one more uh, because I don't want to run through the entire list, uh, but Gary Woodland plus 6,600 had a nice showing this past weekend. We'll see what happens this upcoming weekend, but a ton of value out well, there. on I, I always want to make sure we mention our buddy, Brian, is he playing in this? Uh, he, so he just played Brian just played this past weekend. Um, and I'm looking on DraftKings right now at some of the odds. And I don't know. I'm, we'll have to see if Brian Stewart's playing. But yeah, we'll have to find out. It's um, it's just an example, though, Kyle. Especially once we get into these major tournaments, to be able to to conduct pools and things like that. There's a huge appetite in MBG to do some of these pools. We've seen it already, and and honestly. He, is he? How, how about this? Brian Stewart, plus 25,000 to win this Dunk, week. Easy Farmer money. Insurance I, I'll, open, yeah. I, I'll text Brian right now and say there's a lot of money on you. Let's um, do it, yeah. All, all of a sudden, the, the line is going to move. He's going to be like plus 1,500 by the end of it yeah. as, as everyone in the state of Michigan starts betting on him. Let's see if we can move the line. Um, so I was going to say real quick, Kyle, that um, – you know, that's the cool thing, I, I think, as well, with, with especially the major pools. We've done them with the Masters, and we've done them with the PGA, and we've made some great charitable donations, and we'll continue to do that. The, the DraftKings has committed be, to doing that. But um, the best part about it is, you know, we were doing all that through Venmo and through PayPal and things like that, and now we can just do it directly through a centralized, you know, legalized infrastructure-type app with, with the DraftKings Sportsbook. So, again, make sure you use promo code MBG. When you sign up, there's a ton of bonuses and, and deposit stuff that you can take advantage advantage of as well. No, it's going to be huge. I mean, it's just it's more reputable. and <laughs> It's a heck of a lot easier uh, to do it that way as opposed to, you know, us literally, you know, manually 
uh, managing a, a pool for all these majors. I think it'll, it'll give us the opportunity, honestly, to do a lot more tournaments, you know, just even the, the non-majors, you know, just some of the other big ones that are out there. We can, if we wanted to, we could potentially do, you know, some sort of a, a big game pool or a right. Super Bowl pool. I don't know if we're allowed to say that or not, but, uh, you know, we could certainly look into doing some big things like oh, yeah. that golf related maybe not so much as you know the non-golf related but uh we can have some fun with it we got some big big plans as you always say kyle you gotta sing it come on i'm not singing it you're the one that's like <laughs> i'm not gonna embarrass myself like that um but nonetheless guys we appreciate you and and thank you for listening as always we've had just an incredible you know incredible passionate number of people who every single week listen to this podcast and seem to enjoy it and comment and leave a rating. It's awesome when you leave a rating on Apple. So uh, we thank you so much for that. And the last thing I would say, Kyle, too, is um, would truly just encourage everyone to visit MetroDetroitGolfers.com. I think that that sometimes goes lost on people that obviously MDG will always be a social media first type community. But Definitely just take a minute, browse around MetroDetroitGolfers.com. There is a ton of articles, a ton of content, a ton of things that I think you'll enjoy reading. So um, when you have a few minutes, uh, whether you're at work, whether you're just at home or, or browsing around on your phone at night, visit MetroDetroitGolfers.com and just check out all the happenings and, and things we're doing. It's awesome. Yeah, and we touched on it a little bit earlier, Sully. I know uh, you're a madman and uh, we're just pounding seven irons like 300 plus uh during your club fitting out at miles of golf uh i'm gonna be waiting to uh go get my uh, fairway wood and driver all set and fitted uh moving forward because i'm a little bit older than you my body doesn't respond quite as well to hitting 300 balls just pounding them out there but uh I, i'm gonna have to go uh and visit our friends over at tricovery here in the next couple of weeks as well just get my body and my shoulder uh, right and ready to go for uh, what is going to be another grueling process uh, for that club fitting. Jeff and Kevin over at Tricovery have been simply unbelievable. And they actually got a shout out from uh, Kelly Stafford, Matthew Stafford's yeah, wife. Right. Uh, Tricovery, uh, she's been going there and getting some treatment, getting some work done uh, because uh, they actually are the official uh, massage therapist of the uh, Detroit uh, football team, uh, you know, here in our surrounding area. So look, they have locations in Novi and in Royal Oak. They've done a great job. Uh, for us, they allow Sully to just pound seven irons over and over and over again. And they've gotten my body, my old body, to a point where I can do uh, a lot of similar things. Go ahead and check them out if you want to. That's tricovery.com, T-R-I-covery.com. Again, locations in Novi and in Royal Oak. They're the best. And, and Kyle, you know, I wouldn't be surprised wherever the Staffords land with, with how happy they've been. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Matthew and Kelly fly try covery out to whatever city that they're they're about to be in um to get massages at their homes because they've loved it that much you know so uh make sure you check it out that's tri-covery.com they're the best thanks for listening to the metro detroit golfers podcast make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving sully and bogey a hard time Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tricovery Massage and Flexibility. 